Today on Laura Lynn and Friends. We are gonna use transhumanism. We are gonna use technological upgrades and genetic engineering to, in his words, evolve ourselves into gods. We are gonna become gods, although he says we're gonna be more powerful than the God in the Bible, because the God of the Bible could only create organic life. We are gonna be able to create inorganic life as well. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the beginning of the last days, as, as Bo Polney says, beginning of the last days. I got a bit of flack from having Bo on yesterday. Some of you like his theology and some of you don't. So I was reading and answering emails into the night. I thought he was interesting. I mean, who's to know, like, when and how everything's going to be showing up, you know? In any case, uh, it, it was fantastic. We had a huge audience, and I hope you'll check out that, that interview. Uh, Bo is an interesting guy. And I don't know if he's right about everything, but we'll know in about a year, won't we? Because he gave some pretty strong predictions. So I open my dad's Bible every day before we get to our amazing guest. And we do have an amazing guest once again, Alex Newman from Liberty Sentinel. And uh, we, I, I like to read from my dad's Bible. And I was so impressed to see. So I open it up and there it falls to Numbers four, uh, 13, verse 33. And I have preached on this exact uh, passage of scripture and he's underlined it. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Isn't it interesting that God has called us to be conquerors? He has called us to be powerful. But the children of Israel, when they came against the, the big giants and they wanted to take the land, they said, we are as grasshoppers and we, before them, we're as grasshoppers in their sight. Well, when I preach on that issue, I always mention, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, they didn't see them as grasshoppers. No, they didn't. The enemy actually saw them as, they were fearful and trembling because they had seen what God had done in their land. Parting the Red Sea, they had heard all about it, and they were fearful of these people. But when you see yourself like you're a grasshopper, I can't do anything, I'm, I'm not worthy, I can't get anything done, then you're just a grasshopper in your own mind. So understand this, you are not a grasshopper, you are powerful. And uh, one of the powerful people in the United States of America that is telling the truth all over the place, and he will be down at Reawaken in a couple of months, uh, you know I love to talk about that, we have Clay Clark on the show sometimes, is Alex Newman. He is spreading the truth. Thank you, Alex, for being with us today. I know that we are coming up to your show. You're doing your live show right at 1.30, and I don't want all my audience to leave and go watch you, but I do want them to catch you. <laughs> <laughs> so don't well, I so leave. appreciate that, Laura Lynn. And you're a guest on my show regularly, and I so yes. appreciate uh, your valuable contribution. So thank you. So, so you're, you have been um, lighting it up about transhumanism. And this is a topic that, that people are like, oh, my goodness. And it's not such a, it's not such a, a, a far out matter anymore, considering what uh, Yuval Noah Harari and people like that have said. Yeah, and you know, before we even get to the transhumanism, I want to connect it to what the the scripture you just cited. I actually have preached a whole sermon out of Numbers thirteen and fourteen um, about fear, right? And and unfortunately, there are so many Christians right now who are looking at all this stuff, the Great Reset, the transhumanism, the deep state, and they're fearful. Um, go read Numbers chapter thirteen and chapter fourteen, and you will see how God feels about fear. It's not that He's just unhappy about it. It's not that He just dislikes it. It makes Him so furious. He almost destroyed His own people because they were scared when they should have been trusting in their God who had just shown them all these incredible miracles. He had just crushed Pharaoh and his big army. Uh, and then, you know, they're, they're going to be all, all paranoid. about Oh, we're too small. Um, and so, you know, we, we need to really internalize that. 
We may be small. We may be nothing. We may be incapable of anything good, but we serve a God who is all powerful, who is perfect, and who actually came here in the flesh, died for us so that we could be redeemed and made right. And so for us then, knowing all of that to be fearful of these deep state clowns of the George Soros, Klaus Schwab, all these people, it's preposterous. And, and it's not just that God doesn't like it. It's that it infuriates him. Do not be afraid of these people. So with all that out of the way, I, I'm so glad you opened with that scripture, certainly so divine providence. Uh, what they're doing is crazy. Um, you know, the, these people, and, and I've got a whole talk on this. Actually, if, if people are interested, they can get the DVD or you can find it on for free online. Um, but what they're doing is they are advocating and they are in the process of facilitating the merger of man and machine. Uh, Klaus Schwab talks about the fourth industrial revolution and he defines it. Um, it my, my German accent is not perfect, but he said, the fourth industrial revolution will lead to us uh, the fusion of our digital and our biological identities. Uh, so that's the idea. We're gonna fuse our digital identities and our biological identities into one. And then his minion, uh, Yuval Noah Harari, has actually expanded on that a little further. He says, we are gonna use transhumanism. We are gonna use technological upgrades and genetic engineering to, in his words, evolve ourselves into gods. We are gonna become gods. Although he says we're gonna be more powerful than the God in the Bible because the God of the Bible could only create organic life. We are gonna be able to create inorganic life as well. And I just want to remind people, go back to Genesis chapter three, go back to verse five, ye shall be as gods is literally the oldest lie in the wow. book. It leads to nothing but disaster. Wow, so true. It goes all the way back to there, to the beginning, to the garden. Wow. It's so the same delusion. The same delusion. And, and that is really the quest. Uh, so first of all, they're denying that there is a God, but then they're saying, but we will become the gods. So we will, we will be able to, I don't know, read each other's thoughts, which is not a cool thing at all in my mind. You know, when I see my girlfriend not wearing a, a, an appropriate dress, I don't want her to actually know that I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, that does not look good on her, you know? So this is bad. Yep. It's, it's very bad. I mean, it, it's so bad. It's hard to even know where to begin taking this apart. But uh, they are are mocking God with this kind of stuff. And, and to be clear, this is not a fringe idea, right? At the highest levels of the global establishment, um, these people all believe this. Uh, another one, uh, Ray Kurzweil, the chief of engineering at Google, a total zealot for this transhumanism stuff, zealot in the worst possible uh, sense of the term. Uh, and, and he's on camera. He did, they did a documentary about him. And uh, he says, you know, sometimes I'm asked, does God exist? And my answer is not yet. Right. Um, these people have this uh, satanic delusion that can come from no other place but the pit of hell. Uh, where they are telling themselves that they are going to become gods. They are going to become masters of life and of creation. Uh, they could not be more wrong, but that's where they think this is going. And in the meantime, they're going to cause a lot of pain to a lot of people. Yes, they are. And uh, you, so, so you talk about this because you're highlighting it. One of the things is the surveillance that's going to begin happening. They, they actually want to surveil under our skin as well as know everywhere that we are, digital IDs coming out, all of that. Yeah, they do. And, and again, Yuval Noah Harari has said this openly many, many times on stage in front of huge crowds. Uh, he said that COVID was really interesting because it enabled surveillance, first time in human history, to go 
under our skin, to surveil our body systems. Uh, and this is the direction that it's moving in, right? They are now already rolling out microchips for human beings. I mean, this isn't something that's coming. This is something that is happening as we speak. There are thousands of lemmings in human bodies in Sweden, which, you know, I love Sweden. My wife is from Sweden. I, don't get me wrong. I love the Swedes. Uh, but there are millions or, or thousands of lemmings all over Sweden who have a microchip embedded in their hand now that they use to pay for their train tickets. They use as their COVID vaccine passport. They use to pay for their food at their cafeteria. Uh, and that's just the dry run, right? Uh, ultimately, they intend to put this all over the world. They are going to try to paint us all into a corner where you won't be able to buy or sell unless you'll agree to participate in this monstrous system that they are building. And it includes surveillance, it includes control, and ultimately it is dehumanizing in the truest sense of the term. Wow. And so I, I don't, I don't know how we stop some of the things that are going on because I think they're going to try to pressure us into this, Alex. Like, how do we stand up to it? Here in Canada, our government is already putting in digital ID. It's going to be related to our medical services. We might not be able to get medical services if we don't sign up. We're that serious yeah, and, and, in trouble. Yeah. And that's the program that they plan for the entire planet. This is not unique to Canada. It's not unique to the United States or Europe. This is what they eventually plan to do to the entire world. They're going to try to paint us into a corner where we won't be able to do banking. We won't be able to do shopping. Uh, and what I would tell people is, as we started off, do not be afraid, right? The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God, and then all these other things will be added unto you. You'll have your food, you'll have your clothes, you know, don't worry about it. And, and don't think that God can't feed you, right? Read about Elijah out in the woods. God used nasty birds to bring him food, okay? So don't worry, That's you know, God's right. not gonna let you starve to death. It doesn't mean that everything's gonna be roses and unicorns and rainbows from here on out if you accept Jesus as your Lord there's going to be trouble. God promised us they're going to hate us. They're going to want to kill us. Right? We know all this, but all I can say is do not be afraid. God's got it under control. Uh, I do think it would be wise. You know, I was just uh, actually reading in Proverbs earlier this morning. Uh, the wise man sees trouble coming. This comes out of Proverbs 22, yes. verse 3. The wise man sees trouble coming, uh, or the prudent man sees trouble coming and ducks or, or takes refuge or hides himself. Uh, and so, you know, folks, we see what's coming, right? This is not difficult to discern where this is all headed. Take some sensible steps to protect yourself. Make sure you've got a good community of believers around you who will stand with you. Uh, it can make all the difference in the world when things get really tough, as we just saw over the last few years. So if they turn us uh, all into transhumans or, or the ones that are going to be, like you say, the lemmings, and they're going to fall for all of it and become culpable and complicit in this agenda, uh, what will it actually mean? I mean, are they going to actually, uh, you, you know, first of all, they want to take machines and give give them the ability to do a lot of jobs that human beings might be doing right now. So there's going to be a problem in the economy, but they want us to be ab above being just human, literally AI. What will that mean? Will that eventually mean that, you know, we're, we're, I, I mean, it's, it's just, um, it's so inconceivable because we're going to try to, take away from our humanity, take away our soul in essence. And that means that they might be communicating back with us. And this could be very antichrist oriented because they'll feed thoughts into us. Yeah, there should be no doubt that this is Antichrist. I mean, an Antichrist in, in the not of the Antichrist, but in the sense that it is against or in place of Christ. Uh, in Matthew chapter 12, 
verse uh, 30. Jesus says, whoever's not with me is against me. Uh, Yuval Noah Harari says the birth and the death and the resurrection of Christ is fake news. These people are openly, by their own admission, antichrist. They're also openly celebrating. I mean, the technology exists now. They're celebrating the fact that they can transform your genetic code. They're bragging about this, right? Uh, I've got a video of Klaus Schwab where he talks about when you take a genetic editing, it changes you, right? Uh, and he's right. God wrote your genetic code the way he wanted it to be. Um, Frankly, I wouldn't trust Bill Gates to clean a toilet bowl, much less to meddle with my genetic material. And yet they have the technology to do this now. They have the technology to uh, put mRNA into your body that will actually hijack the protein-making machinery of your cells and produce whatever the mRNA that they wrote wants it to produce. They are already, as we speak, combining human DNA and mouse DNA. Uh, the technology to uh, read your thoughts and actually to write on your brain is already in existence. Elon Musk, right? And, and I love what he's doing with Twitter. Don't get me wrong. I, I wouldn't say I trust him. I trust Jesus Christ and him only. But uh, he is actually running a company called Neuralink where they... and. You can watch the video where he explains that they're going to saw out a piece of your skull. They're going to wire it into your brain and you can watch the video on a pig. It can read the brain waves. And he says later, we're now working on how do you write on the brain? And so frankly, um, everybody's going to have to draw a line in the sand. For me, the line was smartphones. I don't have a smartphone. I never will have a smartphone. Here's my phone right here. It does nothing except basic texting and phone calls. That may not be where everybody else's line is, but Pick where your line is going to be and then stand by that. If your line is I'm not getting anything, uh, you know, any microchips injected on me, well, that'll be your line and you stand by it because, folks, the time is coming probably quickly where you're going to be confronted with that choice. Make sure you make the right one. Right. You know, uh, Carrie Madej, Dr. Carrie Madej explained it kind of in this way where they'll make it very attractive because like to a woman, they'll say, well, you walk into a room and you'll be able to think I'd like the oven to turn on to 385 because I got to get my casserole in. And uh, you, you'll be able to be at one with your environment. Um, and and this, is, this is the thing that's going to be very tempting to people because they're going to think it's cool. And, and that's actually how they started marketing the microchip. So when they started rolling out the microchipping program in Europe, they actually introduced it as a way to get into the VIP section of the most trendy nightclub. So you could get a microchip and then that was how you got in the VIP lounge. And then you could just pay for your rum and Coke with your little microchip. So they want to make it cool. They want to make it so that people are like asking, what, when can I get my microchip? Um, and, you know, that's the lemming in us. We want to be trendy. We want to be cool. We want to be in tight with the world. But Jesus told us to be in the world not of the world, okay? We need to be separate from that. Um, and, and I think that's how it will start, right? Uh, and, and we saw that recently with some things that we're not allowed to talk about on the fascist social media companies. But um, I think after that phase, after the trendy, cool, you know, you're a loser if you're not willing to get with the program and be modern, um, then it'll become more difficult. Then they'll say, well, you know, we're going to get rid of cash and all you have is central bank digital currency. And so, you know, you can still use it on your smartphone, but we're going to be phasing that out in the next few months. So, you know, you need to get with the program if you want to be able to do your shopping, um, you know, that's the only way to do it. So I expect within uh, probably a matter of years, they're going to try to paint us into a corner. We actually saw this, Laurel, in a very recent example. During the recent pandemic hysteria, uh, our Congress was debating these uh, stimulus packages, they call them, right? They shut down all our businesses. They told us we couldn't work. They basically destroyed the economy. But they said, don't worry, we're going to shower you with tax money. And Democrats introduced language twice in these stimulus bills to pay everybody their stimulus check 
through digital dollars into a digital wallet maintained by the Federal Reserve. Now, that language got pulled out before it actually was signed into law, but they've been planning this for a while. So my, my guess is it'll start off with the trendy, cool thing, then it'll be peer pressure if you don't go along, and then finally it'll be, it's going to be almost impossible for you to operate in everyday life if you won't participate. Yeah, and that and that becomes the really uh, scary part. And I think we have to begin preparing many ways uh, with alternate societies, different ways of living outside of, you know, until it's actually when Jesus returns. I mean, he said occupy, so maybe we got to get busy doing things that help us to operate outside of the, come out from among them is what you said. Like when Elon Musk wants to start writing to the brain, that it should set off alarm bells because what will they choose to write to your brain? Right. It's not going to be maybe what you believe. Right. And, and, and see, here's a real danger. Right. Uh, for a long time, I struggled. There, there's a chapter in Revel or a, a segment in Revelation. And I, I try not to get too much into eschatology in public. I have my own eschatological views and I know everybody does. But there's a, a part in there that indicates once you take this mark and you know, I don't know what it is. I, I'm not saying it's the microchip right. or whatever. What I don't know it? what it is. But but it says once you take it, you're done. You can't be redeemed anymore. Now, you know, I struggled that for, for a long time. You know, God can forgive all sins except blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, but God will forgive anything. I mean, you, you could kill somebody and God can forgive that if you truly trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as your source of forgiveness. But when you take this mark, you are then irredeemable. And why is that? And, and I don't claim to know, but is it in some way taking away from your humanity, right? Is it taking the, the genetic instructions that God wrote for you and bastardizing or transforming that in a way that then becomes irredeemable? Is it taking your mind and transforming it in a way, you know, the Bible tells us to, to be transformed through the renewing of our mind in the Holy Spirit and in Christ. Uh, is something happening here? And, and I don't know the answers. I'm just throwing the question out there. Something happens. Scripture makes clear that once you take whatever this mark is, you can't be redeemed anymore. And so I think as this transhumanism stuff comes into the picture, it's becoming a little bit more clear to me. Alex, final two minutes um, uh, that we have with you, because we, we want to keep you on for another hour, but you got to go because you got your show on. But um, do you think that, as Yuval Noah Harari said, they used COVID? So are we seeing, th this is the beginning of getting us used to being chipped, stalked, uh, that they would know, you know, our whereabouts, digital ID. Is this, we've really kind of like per perhaps opened the seal as, you know, Bo might say, but we've, we've crossed a threshold and now this is the preparation time for the mark of the beast. We're not there yet, but this is the preparation time. Yeah, it, it sure feels like it. I, I think the infrastructure is being laid down now. Uh, and again, I don't know what the mark of the beast is. I don't know what it's yeah. going to look like. I don't know how they're going to force so many people to take it. But I do know, uh, you know, Christ told us to be paying attention. We don't know the day or the hour, but there's a lot of signs that we are supposed to be looking for so that we can anticipate his return. But folks, be of good cheer. Be joyful. Our king is coming back. And all I mean, and, and people who get scared, you just need to remember this. Our king is already ruling and reigning, and he's coming back. And anyone, any force, any person that will not submit to his righteous, wonderful, perfect rule is going to be crushed. And they're all ultimately going to bend the knee. They're all going to bend the knee to Christ. They're all going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, whether it happened tomorrow or 10 years from now. It's coming. So don't be scared of these folks. Uh, do not let the fear overtake you. The Lord did not send us a spirit of fear. We are to have the fear of the Lord, and that is the only 
fear that is appropriate. I mean, you could be fearful of you know putting your hand on the stove, but do not be scared of these demons. Do not be scared of these great reset transhuman people. Just take heart. Your God has got it under control. That's all we need to know. Right. Alex, Biden is uh, off the charts, not working out well for the U.S. What do you think? I think we're watching the controlled demolition of my country, Laura Lynn, and it breaks my heart. Um, but you know what? Ultimately, we, we need to be more concerned with the kingdom than yes. our nations. And it, it does break my heart. And I'm doing what I can to try to save my country. But God will ultimately determine whether the United States of America is going to continue in its current form or not. Uh, you know, we just need to be focusing on our father's business. And, you know, there's applications biblically to politics and government and business. And we should be focused on all those things. But, you know, if we end up losing our country, we still have God. And ultimately, we are citizens of heaven, first and foremost. But it, it's very sad what's happening. And it, it makes me want to cry, Lorlin. Yeah, we pray that it all turns around. Liberty Sentinel, thank you very much. Uh, Alex Newman, we'll see you next time. God bless. Thanks thank for you, spending God time bless with you. us. Thank you. Thanks so much. All right, you can all see uh, you can all see Alex uh, doing his own show every day, and he brings all the news, sort of like we do. Uh, it's very much U.S. Uh, centered, but you you don't want to miss him. He's absolutely fabulous. So, is there a great drop off as people leave to go see Alex? No, <laughs> I'm so silly. I'm silly, aren't I? Oh, I just love him. He's a, a very good guy. Um, so, I was thinking uh, we have some things that we want to get into um, today, but I was thinking like so. I got a, a lot of emails, sort of over this last 24 hours, a couple big topics. Um, you know, weighing in on Bo Polney from yesterday and his sort of look at end of days and what's going to happen. You know, who knows? I think he has his interpretation. Um, I think he's a godly man, so uh, that's why I had him. And and he could be wrong about some of his um, thoughts on when everything is, or he could be right. But we can be assured, like Alex Newman just said, that God is with us. And I loved how he was just saying that, hey, you know, the, the prophet was fed by the ravens, right? There's manna that can come from heaven. Like we all worry so much about our food and all of that. And a lot of people, they, you don't even have money to go get one of those big boxes of food that lasts 25 years or whatever. It's in a, you know, thing. Um, so somebody wrote me and said, you know, uh, some people don't have any money for gold and silver and, and, or they, you know, they don't, they're just, it's, it's going to be rough. Like they don't, they don't have, uh, you know, the sustenance there, there's a lot of really poor people like that. It's going to be really hard on everyone, but I don't know all through the word of God. All I've ever seen is he takes care of the widow and her might, you know, her might is her little bit of, of blessing that she brought to the church to offer as an offering. Like God takes care of all of us. So if you can't afford to invest in gold and silver, even as we keep talking about this imminent money crash and all of that, I don't think you need to worry about it. But I also got to thinking some of you, you know, um, I was thinking, why aren't we doing more to come together in community? Like the, the housing market here in, in Canada is going down across the board, particularly in Vancouver, British Columbia and surrounding areas. Everything's down three to $400,000. So maybe you only have $150,000 to your name. I keep thinking, you know, there are some cultures that are much better at this. They all join together and they buy one house and they, you know, there are homes that, okay, say eight people had 150,000. How much would that be, JT? Oh my gosh. Okay. I think it's 1.2. Eight. Yeah. So, uh, 1.2 million. And then, um, it, if you were able to just kind of put all of your money together, 
uh, you would be able to buy a home probably with seven to eight bedrooms, right? And you'd probably, with that, you'd probably get two kitchens. Now, okay, call me crazy or whatever. But if you've only, right? Okay, I know I'm going on a tangent, right? But if you've only got $150,000, but you join with, you know, seven other people, of course, get criminal record checks. I'm just thinking out of the box, everyone. Maybe it's time to pool resources. Maybe it's time to get on a list of people that want to actually join together. Because then, you know, like I've, I've been looking online at the falling housing crisis and people have been telling me they're kind of upset. I mean, they purchased their home. Now it's worth less. And, you know, thank goodness they've got a bit of time before their mortgage comes due. But what do we all do? Well, I say we might have to come together in communities and do things that are a little bit out of the box. And when you look back at Acts of the um, the Apostles, uh, when you look in Acts, everybody actually, well, no one had much money. They were all pretty a pretty poor culture at that time. So, um, in fact, Paul maybe would have been better off because he was an actual Pharisee, went around killing people, and then maybe he probably lost his job when he became a Christian because he was supposed to be killing the Christians because they, they uh, uh, you know, were saying to be uh, apostate, right? But he begins speaking to all the people. Well, Peter and Paul, um, you know, everyone gets together, and it says that everyone had a community. So they shared all of their wealth. If somebody was sick, they would help them. If somebody needed a you know, clothing, they would help them. If somebody needed this, they would help them. In some cultures, they all help each other's kids buy houses, you know? So everybody is getting wealthy, I mean, um, by investing together. So I don't know what that means. I know in our culture, we don't really do that. We don't just, you know, go around. I even think about the last couple years of my mom and dad's life. Now, I'm sorry I'm on a rant. I just got to get this out. But the last couple years of my mom and dad's life, you know, we put them, we bought them into a home because they had had funds and stuff. So they bought into a a nice Christian, um, older people's, um, you know, community. And um, I I don't know if that was the right decision because COVID came along. They were barely able to... (laughs) to visit anybody, right? And the care was all, we kind of provided the care. And when we needed extra care, my brother and I made sure that my mom and dad got extra care, like we took care of it ourselves. So why did we need to buy in there? We might as well have bought a a home that, that had a suite that they could go into rather than thinking that you have to, you know, do everything so separate. That's our cultures. So it just strikes me at this hour when we're all kind of a little bit stressed about our governments, what they're doing, that maybe we have to look for alternatives. And uh, we were looking into a sort of alternative up in Christian Valley there. And it's still on the table, but there's some issues that go along with some of these things. So, you know, we just kind of um, took took a moment to step back. But... Um, Not to say that there isn't a lot of good that comes when you get together good people. Now, you have to vet people. You can't just move in with anybody, you know, that's crazy and got some kind of, you know, criminal record and, you know, a bit of a handful drives you nuts. I know that's problematic. But some of us, there's just, you know, you've got a certain amount. So then you think, well, how do we expand on it? So anyways, did we lose the entire audience on that? Everyone's dropping off. Okay. All right. Well, then we'll move on to something more interesting. All right. Pastor Derek Reimer was thrown out of an all-ages drag queen story time at the Seton Library in Calgary. Um, And uh, so this was ugly. Do we have the video? I know I saw the video, but... Oh, it's just a recap, basically. 
Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's out there and he's trying to stand up for, uh, you know, doing the right things and he gets kicked out of uh, story time. Uh, we have a police um, video here. Police arrive. Oh, this is him. Oh, okay, go ahead then. Why do we need to talk about it? Because you're going to be arrested for it. Hello? So the no, police hi. show up at his house, basically. Can we talk about what happened on the weekend? Um, why are you showing up at my home? Why, why are you showing up at my home? Yeah, you guys, you could call me and we could... Sorry, was that? You could have called me. I've been trying to. When? Sorry. Yeah, what time is it? No, she's okay. We need to talk about what happened on the weekend this evening, right? Why do we need to talk about it? Because you're going to be arrested for it and charged. Okay. So we can, we can go deal with it this morning, or I can just put warrants out for you. Charged with what? Mischief and causing a disturbance. Mischief and causing a disturbance. Okay, let so, me uh, let me get dressed. Okay, you good with that? Just give me a minute, okay? Yeah, you betcha. Thanks, pal. <laughs> hmm. So, standing up uh, against the drag queen, and uh, this is what our world's turned into. Instead of arresting the groomers, the pedophiles, we're going to arrest the pastors. Uh, so, let's go to Pastor Archer Pulowski. Yesterday, he did um, a live event. He went uh, to the steps of, I think, maybe the Alberta legislature or... And um, he had something to say about Christine Anderson. Let's have Since a look. when only the politicians have the right to honor visitors to this great country. I was asked by the ranchers that have been here for over 100 years, farmers and Albertans to make that presentation. And I gladly did. And I regret not a moment that I spent with Christine Anderson. I believe that our treacherous politicians should learn from that woman how to be statesmen and stateswoman. The white hunting ceremony symbolically is a symbol of hospitality and honor for someone that did something extraordinary. I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of this nation giving honor in a political realm to traitors like Justin Trudeau that clearly is a racist. I am sick and tired and I believe there's millions of me of flip-flopping politicians that say one thing in the morning and change everything in the evening because of pressure. If you're looking for racists, if you're looking for someone that is hateful, or has hateful rhetorics, I would encourage you to go to Parliament. It's filled with those types of individuals. I spent a few days with Christine Anderson, not once she said something that was evil or wrong. She was observed being hugged by the people of color. She spent time with the people from outside of this nation, like me, immigrants and she loved them all. And I would say to those lying, perverted politicians, shame on you for spreading this lie. Shame. 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 
Absolutely. I love Pastor uh, Archer Pavlovsky, and he has stood for this country, and he has got the right side of the stick, if you know what I mean. So I got a lot of emails. Now, we're going to have to go to Rumble because we have got some dynamite information, and uh, we're not going to be able to just hang out here. Uh, but um, I, I want to talk to you briefly about the fallout that I'm getting. People are pretty upset. Like, first of all, they're having a hard time believing that Pierre Polyev uh, said what Brian Lilly said that he said. So they're like, oh, Brian Lilly, he's just, you know, MSM misinformation. No, Brian Lilly can't put out a statement. Here's what Pierre Polyev's office sent me, put out a statement. He will get sued. You can't just lie about what someone else has said. Furthermore, if Pierre Polyev did not say all of that and wants to retract his statement or inform Brian Lilly and CTV, CBC, and Global, all who are running the statement that Pierre Polyev made, he could certainly, he could come out and make that statement. He literally said that she, her views were vile. We have yet, so we've got people all the time and they're, they're like, what are the vile views that that Christine Anderson has. And she's not an anti-Semite. Nowhere can we find that she's an anti-Semite. All right? I don't know if she has said some certain things where she said, you know, well, we see this, you know, Soros is a Jew. So people get mad at Soros and all of a sudden you're an anti-Semite, right? She has talked about the Islamification of Germany. And what she means by that is that people are coming in and they are still maintaining uh, there's certain, you know, adherence to Sharia. Um, there is some violence that is happening. And of course, it's not all Muslims. And no one's saying it is. And she also says she's not against all immigration. But apparently, there's a real problem. Let me tell you something. If there is a problem like that going on in Canada, and I think at certain times we've seen some violence in Canada and all of that, I want politicians to be able to speak out about it. I don't want them being so politically correct that they think, oh, I'll be called a racist or, uh, you know, this or that because I'm highlighting something that's happening. No, you've got to be courageous and speak about what's happening. So some people, you're writing me and you're saying, you know, you don't even believe that Pierre said that. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it is all over the place and he can retract it if he wants to come out and say, oh, no, I never said that. That's a lie, Brian Lilly. And, and he should sue Brian Lilly. He should sue him. Because Brian Lilly has brought to light something that Pierre Polyev has said that is so reprehensible, it's so bad, that the conservatives can't even believe he would really say that. You're, you're so committed that it has to be, that it has to be Pierre Polyev that's going to get... Um, Justin Trudeau out of office. We've got to have Pierre or, or we lose everything. Actually, no. Actually, there's a lot of choices. There, there's actually more choices than you're willing to admit because, you know, you all kind of ha have your hope in this, this one party. Lord only knows why. Let, let's understand something. As a Christian, Pierre Polyev is a totally dogmatic pro-abortionist. He is down with it. He will not open. He will not even so much as be questioned or, 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 or change that in any way. He will never, ever, ever protect the unborn in our country. Before God, the unborn in Canada are completely being slaughtered in this nation. 
under the conservative party leadership, you tell me how we get blessing. I'm just saying, a lot of you are Christians, you're voting for the conservatives. Just tell me, how do you get blessing from the Lord? Pierre is not our savior, Jesus Christ is. Pierre is not the savior, it is the, the God who, who loves humanity, who loves little baby human beings. Do you think Pierre Polyev will ever speak out against the LGBTQ agenda in our nation and the trans, trans mania going on? Will he? He will not. God is seeing what's happening to our children, the propaganda, and we have no protection for our families, zero protection for our families in Canada. Zero protection. And make sure that we remember this spot in the show, JT, because I just went zero and someone's going to say that I'm making a sign that is one of those signs and they're going to put that, that shot all up. I probably gave them the idea. You know what I mean? People are so full of crap. Oh, here's Laura Lynn. She's wearing this and that symbols. Oh, oh it's just so annoying. I can't even tell you. Some of the things I deal with in the background, it's not even worth bringing up. But... Pierre Polyev, you guys, don't be mad at me. I'm just, I'm just highlighting what the truth is. Let me tell you something. We have a choice in this country. There's a bunch of countries across the world that they did not go mainstream politicians. They made decisions to, to bring in new, shall we say, new blood, to bring in a new era of somebody that's calling out the mainstream politicians. You all know for me, that's Maxime Bernier. Maxime Bernier believes that the abortion issue should be opened. Maxime Bernier stands for our borders being protected. And, and his last policies were down to 100,000 immigration. That's it. And when there's times that are so bad, like, like what we're facing right now, with the potential collapse financially of Canada, I'm not, I'm not sure that we can handle more immigration. Where do these people... Where are they going to live when we've got such a high problem with getting affordable rent? Young people cannot buy a home in Canada, right? I've been talking to my own kids about this. Like they just, like our, our way of, of living and our way of doing life has literally, you know, destroyed the next generation's opportunity. Now, yes, we're seeing a, a market correction, Maybe that'll be helpful, but I don't think we're ever going to see it. My mom and dad, they bought a townhouse for $56,000 <laughs> way back. I'm not even going to tell you the year. I might let out what, how old I was. Um, so they bought this and they stayed in it for 30 years. And my dad said, well, I'm not selling till it's above $200,000. And me and my brother, we would roll our eyes. Like, who's going to pay $200,000 for this old townhouse that we lived in? You know, it wasn't nothing special. It was, it was already like 20 years old when we bought it. It was like, you know, we didn't really like it. Uh, so we're, we're always laughing because my dad's like, oh, we're not selling this, you know, and he would save, save, save. My mom and dad, I mean, they never made a lot of money, but they just saved. They just always lived within their means and under their means. And so in the end, my dad ended up selling that place for four, over $400,000 quite a few years ago. It, it's way up from that now, you know, but 
it's funny how things change, but just getting back, don't be mad at me, everybody, about not being happy with Pierre Polyev. There's a lot of reasons. He's totally for the Ukraine uh, side of this war. Now, I don't talk an awful lot about that, but you guys, we might be, we might be catapulting everyone into World War III right now. And I'm sorry, when you look at this Zelensky guy, okay, don't you have a check in your spirit about his demands and, and how he is? When, when you're on the same side as Biden and Trudeau, because they're pro-Ukraine, doesn't that also tell you something? Everyone's pouring billions, billions of dollars unaccounted for. We don't even know where that money goes when it gets to the Ukraine. And we all think this is okay as Putin is removing, you know, all the treaties he's ever had about not engaging in, you know, huge, huge warfare, the kind we've never seen that will blow up the world. I'm not down with that, but Pierre is. So there's a lot wrong here. How he got it so wrong. Understand something. What happened with Christine Anderson merely pulled off a layer of what's wrong with the Conservative Party. They all mostly got their shots. They don't say a thing about what's going on right now that I'm reporting on every day. Please follow me on Twitter, at TT, right? At TT on Twitter, Okay. A lot of information there. You got to get a Twitter account so you can see what's happening because on some platforms, we just can't tell you the truth. So sad. So um, my website is lauralyn.tv and I thank you very much, all of you, for uh, supporting us. If you like this kind of programming and direct talk and you like people like Alex Newman come on here and tell the truth about the world, you like the ability to just be able to hear perspectives, and courageous perspectives, all right? I'm walking a fine line. Every day when I'm here, I'm walking a fine line of getting, you know, uh, shadow banned and even more and getting, you know, knocked off places. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. Thank you for going there, making a donation. Do you want to be like, um, you know, a monthly partner? That'd be great, a one-time donation. If you feel like you get fed from this show, would you consider that? That would mean a lot to us because we are giving it all up. I'm not looking for another job. This is it. This is what I do every day to bring you valuable information. And I've got a whole lot more. So we're going to head over to, uh, to Rumble. Uh, JT has put the description into the um, chat lines of the, pro the places that we're all on. So if you suddenly go dead, uh, our different feeds, then we want you to head over there. Okay? And... Um, and we'll see you there. And thank you so much for your support. It means a lot. Laura Lynn Live at ProtonMail.com is where you can also do e-transfers. So when you're ready there, JT, um, I, I will say that, you know, it's kind of uh, when people are mad at me, they're mad at me. And they've got all this old information about Joanne Many and the People's Party of Canada. I'm sorry, that was so debunked. Joanne Many was never a Soros supporter. She, she was a, a bureaucrat who had to go to conventions. You know, it's kind of like uh, where, you know, you have booths set up and all of that. Um, I don't even know if you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, people are sending me old, old stuff. 
they're saying that that uh, that um, Maxime Bernier is a globalist. Absolutely not. What are you talking about? Read his Twitter. Read what he's been saying, how he's been on the right side of so many things. Consider that he wants government for the people. So when we all say we have no choice but to vote in yet another episode of the corrupt CPC, and I'm sorry, every part of our government is corrupt, all of the elected parties. They are within themselves. There is a cancer because they figured out how to use the system and it's not about the people anymore. So I'm going to move on. Um, all right, I got to show you this amazing video. Uh, the Pfizer documents show the rate of miscarriage of women in their first trimester is around the 80% to 82%. This is shocking. And I understand that the um, miscarriage rates that are coming out in the Pfizer documents are right around 80 to 82%. You may know that better than me. So no, no, I wasn't aware of that. Could you say that again? I, I didn't quite catch that. Yeah, so um, I am told, and I haven't gone through all the Pfizer documents, obviously, but if you look only at women that got it in the first trimester, the rates of spontaneous miscarriage are clustering in the 80 to 82% range. Oh, gosh. And this is actually better than the abortion pill. So for a first trimester uh, woman to get this injection, they have more of a chance of having uh, a miscarriage or a stillbirth than if they were to actually take an abortifactant. Right. You can see uh, uh, Naomi in the back. It's not uh, Wilson. It's Naomi um, Wolf in the back um, there. And she's been reporting constantly about this. I personally know of people in my circle, several, where uh, there was a loss of a baby this last year. And I mean generally do not even hear about this. So clearly it's having an impact. And thank God many babies have been born and um, that God is protecting our children, but there's been a problem. So let's look at Tucker Carlson talking about this same thing, reproductive health, uh, from this experimental COVID shot. Take One look. can make a very strong argument, Tucker, that the pushing of these experimental COVID-19 vaccines globally is the greatest violation of medical ethics in the history of medicine, maybe humanity. We have never ever broken the sacral, sanct, golden rule of pregnancy. Never, ever. I, I published extensively in my career and extensively in the last three years all on COVID. And what we've seen, this article, we're honored that I hear that it's going to be a lead feature article in a major peer-reviewed medical journal, which will be published, God willing, March 1st. And let me set the scenario. What we did was we compared the COVID-19 vaccine adverse events over 18 months with that of the influenza vaccine over 282 months. Now, Tucker, the uh, FDA and the CDC, this is governmental data, and they use a danger threshold. We did it exactly by their rigorous 
recommendations of twofold or greater is abnormal. And what you said is true. We found a 1,200-fold increase in severe menstrual abnormalities, a 57-fold increase in miscarriage, a 38-fold increase in fetal death or stillbirth rates. And um, we found 15 other major pregnancy complications, all far exceeding the CDC and the FDA um, values of safety. What have they done? What have they done? When in history was not caring for the unborn so ill-considered? I mean, I think that one of the times that uh, they did not take into account the unborn was when they put out that... Um, it was that drug back in the 60s and all the babies were born with uh, short arms and legs. A whole bunch of, of kids were born that way. And uh, Dr. Um, from Edmonton, uh, uh, not just Dr. Yeah, Hodkinson. Dr. Hodkinson was saying, like, if you, you just have to look at the mistakes that, that the medical establishment has made to go that you can't trust them. And what did we do this last year? Uh, all these years later, usually you are really careful. You have a lot of things that you do to take care of the unborn, to make sure that it's whatever this is, it's safe for the unborn. Well, we did not do that with this vaccine, not at all. And, <coughs> excuse me, I also want to talk about uh, how I've been hearing these commercials that if you took Tylenol, that that uh, there's a group of lawyers who want to talk to any mother who took Tylenol because it might have given your children autism. I mean, Lord, what mom, you know, you, you were told Tylenol was safe. I was told it was safe. I was told that's completely fine. And now, all these years later, oh, hey, contact us because apparently there's lots of evidence that it's causing autism. So very disturbing. Dr. Laura Ingram uh, with Republican Congressman Jim Jordan, Jordan is calling, um, calling out the Fauci lies. Let's have a look. We must all keep an open mind as to all possibilities. The data that uh, evolutionary virologists have submitted uh, and published in peer-reviewed journals rather strongly suggests that it was a natural occurrence. There appears to be obviously a disagreement. We have to look at the data uh, I don't see any data for a lab leak. Congressman, he's just shameless. I yeah. mean, Laura, that is ridiculous because he knew three years ago when you were saying the same thing that, that this thing had to most likely come from a lab. He knew three years ago, January 31st, 2020, he gets an email from Dr. Anderson that says virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. The next day he gets another email from Dr. Gary, which, which says, I don't know how this happens in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. Those guys changed their story a few days later after a conference call with Dr. Fauci. And then, of course, three months after that, those two doctors, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, get a $9 million research grant from none other than Dr. Fauci. He had to hide this because it was our tax dollars going to the Wuhan Institute of Virology doing gain-of-function research. And so he had to cover it up. And that's what he continues to do even up to today. And it is wrong, but the American people see through it all. I think we are seeing through it all. I really do. Um, so there's a website to do with this. Uh, British scientist uh, Christiane Anderson 
had told Fauci the virus looked lab-made, yet changed his mind after being influenced financially. Isn't that interesting? That's what this is really about. Fauci under fire, British scientists given 1.88 million grant, 16.5 million in NIH funding after he changed his story and came out publicly to lie for Fauci about the origins of COVID. Shame on you, mister. You're a sellout. You know, whatever we financially gain, and we this is anywhere in life, you'll know this, right? You gain some little bit through something that you shouldn't have done or whatever. It's never going to pay off for you. Proverbs tells you that. It is not worth it. Do not sell your soul and bring deception on anyone, let alone the world. That's what this guy's done. And you can bet there's a hundred after him. This is all follow the money, all of it. The reason the doctors are lying, the reason Dr. Teresa Tam looks like a blazing idiot of a doctor is because she is being paid to be silent on all of this. I, you know, I just watched her video, you know, not too long ago, safe and effective for children. It's not looking very safe and effective when Dr. Mackis is pointing 96 children dead after taking these shots. And we've got to have Dr. Mackis on again real soon. This is not safe and effective. Way more kids have died by the vaccine than ever would have died from COVID, ever. It's horrendous. We're being lied to every day. Everyone's taking a cut. That's what this is about. So then we've got our friends and loved ones. Well, we don't know who to believe because, of course, they're not watching Laura Lynn live. (sighs) So they don't know. They don't know. I do my best to try to give the, you know, the stuff every day. And by the way, everyone, you don't have to send them my whole broadcast because I know I go on about stuff, right? Maybe I'm too long for them, but you can go to our Flipboard. Flipboard is in the description underneath Facebook, YouTube, Rumble. Right, right under the description of the show, you will have, it's called Show Resources. In all of our show resources, we just do this for you. We take all of the clips, everything that we do that day, and we put it in a flipboard so you can just click on it. And you can go, oh, I want to send my aunt that one. She needs that. I want to send my niece who's, you know, about to have a baby and, and thinking about maybe protecting herself with the shot. I want to send her this video on the, the miscarriages. You can do that, right? No need to give any credit to me. I didn't create the videos. I'm just bringing it here to you because this is a calling because we must speak and we must tell the truth and without knowledge, the people perish. We have another video here. I believe uh, Dr. Martin McCary testifies in a hearing about Fauci's corruption. In China, the doctors initially were arrested and forced to sign uh, non-disclosure gag documents. The Lab reports have been destroyed. They've not been turned over. The sequences reported from the lab to the NIH database were deleted by a request from Chinese scientists that called over early on and said, delete those sequences we put in the database. And two leading virologists, maybe the two um, top virologists in the United States, Dr. Michael Farzan from Scripps and Dr. Robert Gary from Tulane, told Dr. Fauci on his emergency call in January of 2020, when he was scrambling soon after learning that the NIH was funding the lab, 
They both said that it was likely from the lab. Both scientists changed their tunes days later in the media, and then both scientists received $9 million subsequent in funding from the NIH. It's a no-brainer that it came from the lab. I mean, at this point, it's impossible to acquire any more information, and if you did, it would only be affirmative. Unbelievable. Is it like we're living in a PSYOP? Do you ever get the feeling that, you know, like what was true when we look back? I mean, how far back do we have to go when we go, okay, that was actually, that was worldwide knowledge that was true. I don't know. They tried to, they, they did kill JFK, right? The CIA's involved with that. We now find out that all of this stuff is hidden. Oh, Hunter Biden laptop, laptop is real. You know, it is real and it shows the connection. Oh, I mean, what are we going to find out about Joe Biden and how compromised he is one day? What kind of emails are going to realize that he couldn't do a thing without China saying, you're permitted. Don't shoot down that balloon that's going over your country. No, no, no. Could you just act dumb for a little bit longer? Oh, you know? What are we going to find out about all of the compromise? We know so much is a lie, all of the lies about Wuhan. Well, there's a lady, and I don't know if she says it in this clip, but it's uh, Dr. Li Meng Yan. And Tucker's had her on repeatedly. Tucker had her on a couple years ago. And I just love her. Do you know, um, we found out, I mean, she actually at one point didn't know where her parents were in China because of what she was divulging. And she's actually said that she doesn't believe it was accidentally released. She believes even further to the fact it didn't come from a wet market. It came from a lab. But she, having worked right in there, she believes it was released intentionally. Let's have a look at this clip. We know the Chinese government allowed its infected citizens to travel in huge groups to Western Europe in the early days of the pandemic. That was intentional. But you believe the whole thing, they came up with this virus and they unleashed it on the world to destroy the Western economies and to elevate their own position globally. I want to uh, uh, emphasize one thing is, I would say based on the evidence and the stories I have that the lab, uh, the a virus was intentionally brought out of this strict lab and released in the community. However, I don't think the outbreak in Wuhan was intentional. I would say it was because CCP government and the military scientists underestimate the transmissibility. That's why finally it got out of control and caused a local, a local outbreak. However, we should know that CCP government intentionally to let it go all over the world to kill millions of people all over the world later. Is that shocking? Intentionally let it out to kill millions of people all over the world. They were shutting down their airlines uh, within China while they were letting everyone leave, carrying the virus across the world. Um, We don't want to believe that people can be this evil, but we're up against it. We really are. Thankfully, the, 
the COVID virus basically was a bad flu. And that's the reality. It didn't kill tons and tons of people. It killed, in Canada, over 80% in the old folks' homes. Follow Dr. Paul Alexander on his Substack, covering all of that. It killed the old folks. We knew that they were vulnerable. And they would have been okay if they were allowed to have ivermectin or some of the protocols that all the good doctors are saying, just shove them full of uh, vitamin D, hugely important. Oh, no, we were not told about any of that. No, Dr. Teresa Tam, just get your seniors injected. And many of them, many, 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 I have the stories. We've told the stories on this show. Many of them died very shortly after getting their shots. This has been an epidemic. This has been a nightmare that has been unleashed on us. Let he who has eyes to see, see. Now the babies, now the kids, now the sudden adult death syndrome. Not good at all. Not good. One more video. Seth uh, Wholehouse speaks with Dr. Naomi Wolf about the C-19 shot being a CCP bioweapon. You mentioned the CCP, and, and I've, I've, so I, I've studied this, the CCP pretty extensively. It's one of my main focuses, actually. And I came to a similar conclusion that this, like I believe that the vaccine, the vaccine itself was the CCP bioweapon. Everyone thought that COVID was the CCP yeah. bioweapon. But I actually think that COVID was just a psychological operation to get the world to take the vaccine. And if you look at, it's like, okay, yeah, who in I, America I is being forced to take the vaccine? It's first responders. Okay. It's, it's doctors, nurses, people in the hospital. It's our own military, right? It's the police, the firefighters. So if you were the CCP and you wanted to collapse one of your, your, your literally your greatest adversary, this is the perfect thing. And if you trace back there, I'm not sure if you've read the leaked speech from um, General Chi Hao Chen, which was, who was the defense minister in China in early 2000 in this leaked speech, which the Epoch Times got a hold of and they published it. He literally talked about how they would have to use a bioweapon to take out between one and 200 million Americans in the future because they needed to colonize America. But they couldn't, because they needed our farmland, they couldn't use nuclear or heavy uh, weaponry that would, that would damage the ability to grow food here. And so they specifically talked about developing a, a genetically you know, targeting you know, race-specific bioweapon so that they could kill between yeah. one and 200 million Americans. And, and now you look at what's happening. You look at Joe Biden's ties to the CCP, a lot of the other politicians' ties to the CCP. And, you know, the CCP's influence over the CDC, the WHO, the UN. And it's, it's, all, it's all coming together. Mm. Well, I just, clar- I just declare Psalms 91 over all of our homes and lives. After hearing something like that, to hear that people are so evil, they want to target even certain people groups with something that will take them out. I just pray. I pray. Psalms 91. If you have any fear at all, just get your Bible out. If you don't have a Bible, make sure you get out and get one. Okay. Um, House of James is a great place to pick up a Bible here in uh, British Columbia, out in Abbotsford. Uh, But wherever you are, just get that. And I'll tell you what, also go to our... um, descriptions in in the rumble chat and you will see karen kingston's uh tweet that we are have already put up or are putting up regarding this being a bioweapon 
when you have something that does nothing but it, it's, it's not helpful, it doesn't stop transmission, it doesn't stop you from getting it, it doesn't stop you from dying from it, uh, then it is a bioweapon. And that is what has been released. There has been no seeable good for this shot that has been released at all. In fact, any immunity that you might gain in the beginning is quickly gone within three to five months. And if you're not harmed from all the other stuff, the spike proteins that are being rapidly produced in your body, which is what's happening and causing sudden adult death syndrome, as we've heard from Dr. Peter McCullough, if, if uh, you have any immunity gained, it's gone within a short period of time. And that's why they're saying you got to get the next shot and the next shot and the next shot. And then we're finding that uh, with greater harms, that's who's, you know, with greater number of shots, it's the greater harm. We've shown you the graphs before. It's important to watch every day. But go to our, go to the uh, show resources to get all of this. Um, so I think we've done everything, huh? Now, I do want to show you that one one thing, and um, so you know how they're trying to rewrite the, you know, children's books. They're trying to rewrite books and trying to change everything. Uh, this video kind of shows what the Beatles would be like today, right? Yeah, this is maybe how the Beatles would be if they were performing. Well, I saw her in them yesterday. It's just she's he's there thinking of. She he they told me what to say. She he they say she he they want to. You know that can't be bad. She he they say she he they loves you. You know you should be glad. She he they said you hurt her him and so. She he they almost lost her hit their mind. She he they loves you. <laughs> oh, what a woke culture. I've recently been on a Zoom call with a judge who was he, him, as if I wouldn't have known, but those were his pronouns, he, him. Yes, I needed that. I needed him to put that beside his name so that I would know his gender, right? You know what? I think that you know my gender, right? <clears throat> yeah, there's definitely some people that you don't know their gender anymore. I know, and it's, I think it's uh, controlled confusion and it's uh, created confusion. And those people, remember the old SNL, um, or was it um, that other funny show and there was Kim? Kim, yeah, we don't know who Kim is. Like, is Kim a guy or a girl? Pat, oh, it's Pat. <laughs> oh, Pat and Kim, sorry. Yeah, it was really funny. All right, so laurelin.tv, that is my website. Thank you for all of you. If you'll consider supporting us, we really appreciate it. If you'll consider helping us do what we do every day to bring a little bit of love and joy, and I hope that you do feel joy. Um, 
there's a lot of bad news that we're telling you, but with knowledge, you're getting prepared and you're figuring it out. And with knowledge, we can pray better. Have you ever thought about how when you just don't know how to pray, uh, it's harder. Like, I don't, I don't know how to fix this or what to pray for God to do. But when you have knowledge, now you can pray, let no bioweapon come near my home. Let no bioweapon be part of my family's future. Let no plague or any kind of thing that they want to send against us, don't let that come near us. We can pray wiser, and that's so. That's why we like to give you good information. If you'll support us, it means the world. Take a quick moment. Just go to the lauralyn.tv, donate a little, uh, make our day. That would be super fun. And lauralyn live at protonmail.com. You can send me a letter, complain about what I talk about if you want, because I I got some of those. Well, pretty you know pretty often I get a little bit of people who disagree with me, and but then we have a good chat. You know, hopefully we can talk it through. Still be friends, because uh, I think communicating is important. If you don't agree with me, that's okay. We've come to a place where you're not allowed to disagree with anyone, or somehow you lose your job, or you're not, you know, if, unless you do as we say, you don't have a, you know, a place in this community. Well, that's not it. We all have a place. We are all Canadian. This is the true north, strong and free, and we defend it in the name of the Lord God, whose freedom we embody. And we embrace and we give that freedom to ourselves. We give that freedom to you, even if you're in disagreement. So that's why, that's what we do to have fun. Uh, we've been talking about the, the whole system collapsing and all of that. If you'd like to get some gold and silver, we recommend Steve Merrill at SovereignEyes at ProtonMail.com. Just give him a quick email. You can chat with him. Uh, he's been in the business a long time. Some of us are taking steps. We're like the wise virgins and we're preparing and we're thinking, well, if it all crashes, guess what? Silver and gold, they're tangible. And some people saying it's about to go sky high. It's about to go up. I don't know. I'm saying what the experts are saying. That because it's been kept artificially low, it's going to go up. Maybe now's the time. So we can only bring you the information. It's up to you what you decide to do with that. And we pray that we are wise and we hear from God. I'd like to read to you today from Psalms 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. He is God. It is he who has made us and we are his. We are his people the sheep of his pasture. I only want to be a sheep for one entity, the Lord God Almighty. Other than that, I'm not going to be a sheep. If you tell me to do something, I'll probably ask you why and on what basis you are asking me to do that. If you try to teach my kids some kind of crazy nonsense, I'm going to seriously question you and probably really come against you if it's not what I believe because I don't want my kids taught anything that you're teaching them that the Lord God who made me did not institute. <clears throat> but there is a place where I want to be surrendered and I want to be a sheep of God's pasture. We can't afford to be sheep to anything. Haven't we all done that? How did we trust the government this last three years? I mean, really think about it. Everyone just saying, yeah, yeah, out of all the fear. 
fear porn everywhere. The virus is so dangerous. It's all a lie. The numbers don't show that. Um, the numbers of deaths in every country of the world, that doesn't lie. Death is kind of a, a real decider. You know, you can say, oh, so many people died of COVID. Yeah, he, he, he did have a gunshot wound to his heart, but he had COVID, so he died of COVID. Oh, okay. <sighs> All right. But what you can't do is the numbers for deaths across the world, they're pretty standard. They didn't think about how to hide that. And the numbers of deaths do not show a pandemic. So what happened? We all bought into the lies. And by we, I'm being generous. Because I didn't. And I bet you didn't either, if you're watching. Some of us bought into it. And it's okay. Let's forgive each other. Let's love each other. But we can't afford to be sheep to the government. We can't afford to be sheep that follow every whim and crazy idea that's out there. We can't afford to be sheep as they tell our children they can change their sex. We can't afford to be sheep as they tell us that we can't bring up life and how abortion is killing babies in our nation. We can't be sheep to people who say, oh no, that's passe. That's not for Canada. We can't talk about that. No, God cares about babies. God cares about human life. So if it's important to his heart, then it's important to our hearts. And it says here that we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. I'm going to say I, I don't want to be a sheep in anyone else's pasture. I am not among you. I am separate. I have come out from that. I am not going to be a sheep about things that lead me away from serving God. Any kind of witchcraft or new age movement or crystals or, ooh, we're going to energy heal, but not in the name of Jesus. No. I will be a sheep only one time in one place in my life. I will be a sheep in God's pasture. That's it. See you tomorrow. God bless. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked, and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.